0: Just what is confidence? Is it that feeling that we're good enough that gives us the courage to try something new? Is it the knowing inside that keeps us going even after we failed? Or is it the belief in ourselves that we are meant for more? Yes, yes, and yes, but there's so much more to it. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you why confidence matters and how you can get it. This is part two of a two-part series, and I hope you will enjoy. Welcome to the Wine, Women & Style Podcast, where women come to live a more beautiful life. I'm your host, Mary Michelle, a small-town girl who struggled with self-confidence until my mid-30s when I gave myself a makeover from the inside out and realized the secret power of personal style. Today, I'm a master style coach with a mission to empower women through discovering their own personal style. I'll be sharing tips and advice to help you find your beauty, know your worth, and live a life you love. We'll dish about what to wear, what wine we're drinking, and how to find more pleasure and joy in the everyday. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number three of Wine, Women, and Style. Today is part two, confidence, why it matters, and how to get it. I had so much to share, I couldn't fit it all into one episode, so I thought I'd break it up for you. Now, what is confidence? Is it the feeling that we get when we feel good enough, we feel beautiful in our clothes, we're radiating, we believe in ourselves? Confidence really is the belief in ourselves. Diana Vreeland said the only real elegance is in the mind. If you've got that, the rest really comes from it. And I believe she was talking about confidence because, you know, when you show up and you have confidence, you feel confident in yourself, it's unstoppable. You just have this feeling of elegance, excellence, beauty, charm that just radiates from you. But how do you get it? It's not something you can just go out to the store and say, hey, I'd like a double dose of that, please. Although I wish it was that easy. So today I'm going to share with you Step 6 through 10, or Tips 6 through 10, to help you feel confident. Now, you don't have to do all of these. In fact, I recommend that you just pick one and focus on it. But focus on that and see what happens. And then maybe go to the next tip, the next tip, the next tip, and see what works for you. We're all different. We're wired differently, and different methods will appeal to each of us. So. Like I say with style, take what works and leave the rest. So my tip, my first tip today is number six. Focus on other people. Tony Robbins says, the secret to living is giving. And I have found this to be so true. When you're sitting around having your own pity party, it can be hard to see anything except how bad your life is, right? When you have a lack of confidence, it can actually make you feel selfish and self-centered. Yes, I can attest to that. I know when I didn't feel confident, it was all about me. Everything was happening to me and I couldn't see past that. However, feeling confident gets you focused on others and focusing on others can help you feel confident. So I want to encourage you, do something for somebody else. When you see that you can make a difference for somebody else, your whole life will change. You'll have a newfound confidence that just radiates because you feel capable and you begin to believe in yourself. If you're feeling low, unworthy, or just not good enough, take the spotlight off you and shine it on somebody who needs help. Maybe they needed a friend to talk to, a nice meal, a warm hug, or, you know, maybe we've all gone through so much during COVID, maybe somebody lost everything and they're completely starting over. Whatever it is, there's no shortage at all of people in this world who need help. But when we're so focused on our own lack of confidence, we can't even see it. Tip number seven, dress to impress. Now I could do a whole episode and I will on this topic, but this was my dad's tagline. I grew up in a family where my dad said dress to impress and it was also the biggest game changer for me. What I've learned as a style coach is that style is not just about external. It's about how you feel about yourself. And so when I began my journey, my makeover from the inside out, I started with what was on the outside because that was easy to me. That was what I knew. I love clothes. I love putting together outfits. And I realized I could use style as a tool for personal development. So I'd ask myself, what's good about me? Then I'd create an affirmation around it and wear something that played to my assets. Let's say I woke up and really had a hard time finding something that I loved about myself. Maybe I'd say, Hey, my hair looks great today. And so I'd wear a top or a jacket or something that illuminated my hair. Or maybe I felt like, well, I've got a great smile. So I'd wear some beautiful earrings that would bring light to my face, bring attention to my smile and play that up. Do you get where I'm going with that? If you've got beautiful eyes, wear something that lights them up. If you've got fabulous legs, show them off. Absolutely. When I would get up and put on an outfit that I loved, I found that my confidence just soared. And I've seen it in my clients as well. When I wasn't hiding in baggy clothes, I was actually showing up for myself and it felt so good. That alone was empowering. But then catching a glimpse of myself in the mirror, like alright girl you got it going on and instead of stopping and saying something negative to myself like oh you look awful today you look too fat you don't look good i felt fabulous so instead of my image making me feel defeated and deflated it boosted me up it lit me up and it made my confidence soar number eight this is a biggie give and receive compliments How often have you been complimented, and instead of just saying thank you, you said, well, this old thing, I got this on the sale rack, or said something to minimize the compliment that you got. This was hard for me, but I think often being raised in the South, we're taught that we shouldn't receive. Somehow the messages that we're sent is that when somebody says something nice to you, You can't really receive it, you have to reciprocate it. And it's almost like you're not really hearing the compliment. But now that you're starting to see your own beauty, and even if you're not there yet, paying compliments to others is a quick path to feeling great about yourself. I know a lot of times when I go on my coffee runs in the morning, I'll go in Starbucks and during COVID, we're only in there for a few brief minutes, but I try to find somebody to connect with. I try to find at least one person I can give a compliment to, even if it's, wow, I love your mask. So find what works, but those small compliments can make such a difference. And you know what? You boost somebody else's day. And there have been so many times where I've said something just really simple to people, and they look at me like, wow, you just made my day. So you have no idea how much just a few words can make a difference for somebody else. And when you see them light up, and you see that you've made a difference for them, that will boost your confidence. But let's talk about receiving compliments. So ladies, when somebody tells you, that they like something, you did a great job, whatever the compliment is, I would like for you to practice simply saying, thank you. I learned this many years ago, and it truly made a difference for me. Because when you start to say thank you, what happens is you fully receive the compliment. You're not deflecting it. You're not distracted. You're not minimizing it in any way. And a compliment, I want you to see a compliment as a gift. It's a gift from the person who gives it to you. And when you fully receive that gift, then the giver feels good. You feel good. It's a win-win. But when somebody pays you a genuine compliment and you deflect it or minimize it, oftentimes the person who gave it to you doesn't feel very good. They feel like, wow, she didn't really like my compliment. I know it can be hard if you're not really in a place to receive it, but fake it till you make it. If you have a compliment, if you receive a compliment, simply say thank you. No explanation or anything else is needed, and you don't have to turn around and compliment the other person back. You can simply say thank you and Continue a conversation or walk away or whatever you're doing that day. You do not have to turn around and pay someone else a compliment in return. You can if you want to, but only if it's from a genuine place. I know a lot of times it can be our gut reaction to say, Oh, you look great too. Or if somebody tells you, Oh, your hair looks fabulous. Oh, your hair looks fabulous too. It can be just a simple gut reaction. But I want you to really think about that. It's almost like you're not hearing the compliment and you're just saying it to say it. Really let it sink in. If somebody says, wow, you look great today. Thank you so much. You made my day. That's all that's needed. You don't even have to say you made my day. Just a simple thank you. Be genuine, be generous and move on and let that sink in. Now number nine, connect with yourself. How often do we move through our day busy, 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 doing, doing, doing for everybody else? It can be really hard to drop into that space of being and to spending time alone. Taking time alone for yourself, to journal, to meditate, to exercise, To do something that you love, that lights you up, is so key to really honoring ourselves, to knowing ourselves, and to really being our own best friend. There are a lot of people in this world who do not enjoy spending time by themselves. And there's no judgment here. Actually, that used to be me many years ago. I couldn't stand to be alone. Even though I'm an introvert, (laughs) I couldn't stand it. But now... I'm an introvert, I know I'm an introvert, and I need lots of alone time together with just me. Fortunately, my husband understands that, and he gets it, he totally gets it. In fact, recently we were going on a beach vacation, and he said, you know what, why don't you go down a few days early and have some alone time? So I got two or three days to myself, he met me, I was recharged, ready to go, we had a great rest of the trip, and I felt like I felt honored. I felt that he was honoring me and my quirks and my needs. I shouldn't even call it a quirk. I should just call it a need. He was honoring who I was, and he wasn't trying to change me. And he wasn't trying to say, hey, we should just do everything together. Because you know what? He's learned that that does not always work. Now, he's definitely an extrovert, so it it can be interesting sometimes. But finding time to spend by yourself yourself. To really get to know who you are, what lights you up, what's important to you, that will fuel your confidence, your belief in yourself, your knowledge of yourself. And I believe that knowing yourself leads to a deeper understanding, leads to more belief in yourself, leads to more confidence. So just be with your feelings, your emotions. Notice how you're really feeling. Now my tenth tip. Is great for so many things, but of course, for confidence, you cannot replace gratitude. Gratitude is so key to finding joy, to feeling good about yourself and your life. So it's really time to stop dwelling on what we think we aren't, right? What we think we aren't. Don't walk around focused on what you're not. Instead, find gratitude for who and where you are wherever that is you may or may not be exactly where you want to be you may or may not be at the weight you want to be you may or may not be in a job you love but no matter where you are you can always find gratitude now i remember years ago when i was had first given birth to my daughter and i was about ready to say something negative to myself when I was looking in the mirror. I gained 50 pounds. I knew I wasn't going to recognize my body and I was gearing up to say, oh you're so fat, you're this, you're that, you know, all the negativity, all the negativity. But you know what shifted and I call it divine intervention. But in that split second of looking in the mirror right after having my daughter and gaining 50 pounds and hitting the 200 plus mark on the scale it was this moment of gratitude, this moment of appreciation for myself. And while I wasn't at a place to say, "Wow, my body looks beautiful." I was at a place to say, "Wow, my body gave birth to this beautiful child." And I did it naturally too, no drugs and do- no drugs at all. So I I had gratitude that my body was able to carry her for nine months, that I had arms to hold her, that I had eyes to see her. And that's where I was in my journey. That is where I started. I found gratitude in what worked for me at the moment. So find gratitude for yourself. It could be, hey, I'm grateful that I have another day. I'm grateful that I have arms. I'm grateful that I can go for a walk. I'm grateful I had a warm bed to sleep in. And go from there. When you can start to find gratitude in the small things, then you can progress. And maybe you're not at your ideal weight, but you know what? You can find something to be grateful for. When I work with my clients privately, I've got a question on my questionnaire. And, well, the way I worded it is, tell me three things you love about yourself and one thing you're not crazy about. And of course just about all of them tell me, well, I can think of three things I don't like about myself. It's too easy. It's all too easy for us to focus on what we don't like. But when you flip the script and say, okay, what do I like? Do I have great hair? Do I have nice teeth? Am I a kind person? Do I have nice eyes? Am I funny? Am I a good friend? Am I a good mother, a daughter, wife, etc.? Find something to be grateful for about you because you know what? There is so much. You are amazing and you don't even see it. We often don't even see how amazing we are. We might think, all right, I'm pretty good. You know, I'm pretty good. But when you can look in the mirror and go, yeah, girl, you are awesome. Awesome, I want you to get to that point. And it's not about your ego. This is not at all about ego. This is about honoring yourself and saying, you know what, I am a fabulous style coach. I am a fabulous mother. I'm a fabulous friend, whatever you are. And we all have many hats that we wear. We all have many labels that we could put on ourselves. But however you want to define yourself, Whatever that looks like doesn't matter. But what does matter is how you see yourself. And when you can flip the script and put a positive spin on it, that will change how you feel about yourself. It will change your life. And so I invite you find gratitude in yourself, in your life, in what you have, where you are, and things will shift in a wonderful way. And every day, find three things, three things, three things. I'm always asking my kids, what are you grateful for? My son's pat answer is food, family, and friends. And I have to interrupt him because he he says it just so quickly. I'm like, "Mm, let's go deeper. And recently we had a conversation and he, he was very thoughtful and gave me some much more thoughtful answers. Now his answers aren't about, oh, I've got great hair today or I like the size of my, you know, ankles or whatever. His is more externally driven but he's 14. So it is what it is. But it's getting into the habit of not saying the same thing every day and of really noticing and honoring what it is you're grateful for. Anybody could get up and say okay I'm grateful, you know, for my house and for my food and if that's where you are start there. But I challenge you to go deeper. To go deeper every day to find something new something different something that is really going to make a difference for you and focus on that because that that's where it all changes that's where you really get to see how much we have to be grateful for so I know that having confidence is so important because you know what when we're confident we get out there and we make a difference Confident people get up and they're like, okay, who can I help today? Who can I make a difference for? And I want you to feel confident, to feel like you can get out in the world and share your message and shine your light and live your beautiful life. That is why we're created. And all I know is that the world needs more people to get out there and take a stand for what's right, to do the right thing, and to make the world a better place. We all have the power to do it. But when we're not feeling confident about ourselves, it can seem really hard. Being confident means believing in yourself and being grounded in who you were created to be. And confidence comes from the inside out, but as I mentioned before, sometimes you can work from the outside in. So ladies, if you loved these tips, I would love it if you would share this podcast with a friend who needs to hear them. If you haven't listened to episode number two, which was part one on confidence, go back and listen to that and take these steps to heart. And as I mentioned before, take one thing, start with that. You don't have to start with all 10. Take one. Just do one today. And if you only do one, I would say have gratitude. Start with gratitude. That's something you can do right in this very moment. Sit and have gratitude for something wherever you are and go from there. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Stick around because I've got a raves and faves coming up and always a great wine to share. So have a beautiful day and I'll see you in a minute. Welcome to Raves and Faves. This is my favorite part of the show where I get to share with you something we love. Today I'm sharing with you one of my favorite new ones, Tablelands Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. $15 a bottle from Drink. I'll put the link in the show notes. This beautiful sipper has a fresh hint of grapefruit on the nose with flavors of pineapple, lemon, pear, and lychee. You can hear Ellie in the background. She agrees. This is a well-balanced and easy-drinking Sauvignon Blanc with a little underlying minerality. Highly recommended for a warm spring afternoon to sip with friends. Cheers, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Wine, Women, and Style podcast, where women come to live a more beautiful life. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and visit the blog for more weekly content and style inspiration to help you elevate the everyday. For details about this episode, be sure to see the show notes. Have a beautiful week.